Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> Lisa. This is Under the Bleachers. We're two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, she's the man. But first, Jane, <laughs> you had very specific opinions about the Oscars. I think what I told you is that, first of all, I'm refusing to, do- to talk about what everyone's talking about. I'm Daniel Radcliffe on the subject. No, to be clear, I mean uh, outfits. Fashion. Yeah. Um, I I think that we need to have better celebrities. We need the celebrities we have now washed away and new celebrities to come forward. I miss Angelina Jolie kissing her brother on the red carpet. Oh, God. I miss Angelina Jolie having a vial of Billy Bob Thornton's blood around her neck. <laughs> this is what I want. That's all I'm asking. Wait, so and you're saying this based on based specifically on like the red carpet event? Like, yeah, I'm just bored. It. I'm just I don't hate it, but I'm just like Wait, I don't but know. you, did, you, you told me there was one person whose outfit you approved of. I really liked Rachel Zegler's. I yeah. never know if I'm saying her last name correctly. Yeah, I think she fine. looked very, like, gorgeous old Hollywood. And I feel like her outfit both had a statement and was edgy and was flattering. You know what I mean? But, but we also decided we don't really like her. <laughs> I mean, I feel like she's making it easy for people to dislike her based on her online persona. Again, um okay get offline. Teen, teen in teen star news she and um she and <laughs> kissing booth star Jacob, Jacob Lordy <laughs> <laughs> did get to present an award and then the next day um when everyone else was talking about other things that happened at the Oscars Elite Daily was like in my Twitter like sponsored ads and was like Rachel Zegler gave total shade to the Oscars for not inviting her like initially and I was like shut up like you're written by like an ai like elite daily like what it's not like 2011 i actually applied for a job with them or and or like someone someone like or like bustle and what you have to do is write like 20 headlines and like the start of three articles like it took so much work obviously didn't get the job no, oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> it took so much work. They didn't hire me, and then of course they pay their they pay their people, and then they pittance. just take the headlines. I I true I truly would not be surprised if Elite Daily were written by robots. Anyway, um, uh, my main comment about them presenting the award is that Jacob Elordi is very tall. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. that's all you'll get from me. I don't think they were very funny or had good chemistry as presenters together. Um, but I, I don't know. I think I agree with you in that, like, everybody, all the celebrities are kind of the same. And it's also, like, why I was actually talking about this movie last night with Nate, and I was like, I don't think Gen Zers have an equivalent of our gal who does, Mm. who does, like, comedy specifically. And the the closest I can even like say is like Joey King doing physical comedy in the wow. in the kissing booth, which is awful, awful, just <laughs> awful. Um, but yes, Jane, this is a very special month. Why is that? Well, Lisa, this month we are celebrating one icon. Amanda Bynes. Okay. Hmm. Great. People missed when we screamed Shailene Woodley last time. Okay, do you want to introduce our guest so we can talk about Amanda Bynes more? 
I do. Sagan Chen is a non-binary Chinese-American award-winning actor, content creator, filmmaker, and theater artist. Hi! Hi, Sagan. What's up? Thank you for being here and listening to us scream. You did make a face like you were (laughs) eating a lemon. You warned me, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's we definitely okay. we definitely have to edit it every time because it like is really scary in the earphones. Okay, Sagan, <laughs> um because you are a returning guest, thank you for coming back to the pod. <laughs> um mm-hmm. we would like to ask you, instead of what type of teen were you, what type of teen did you want to be at that ripe age? Boring answer, but probably like a dude. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't believe that answer is boring. Sagan did. Sagan did choose this movie specifically from Amanda Bynes Month and was like, "Well, I have to." Well, I mean, I felt it was, you know, <laughs> a missed opportunity if I didn't. Um, pro- yeah, probably like I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I probably like I didn't want the tits I was growing, and I can I say tits on here? Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. Say it again breasticles oh god mm, is that that's the- worse no okay tits <laughs> okay um which according to she's the man are what make you a woman yes. i just wanted to point that out <laughs> anyway so you know i <laughs> but um yeah probably just a dude i was like in a lot of extracurriculars did you have pressure to become a debutant debutant deb you know sorry <laughs> I I did not, but only I think only because I was a child of Im- immigrants. Because you know I grew mm. up in Oklahoma, and they were doing things like that. Oh yeah, Ooh, exciting! Oh, yeah, yeah. I- I'm glad we have an authority on on that subject as well. Oh, please do not. Put did you that atten- label upon Did you me. get to <laughs> attend anybody else's debutante ball? No, I no I uh, did I? No, I didn't. I will say that like unbeknownst to me and my family at the time just because my my parents were like truly immigrants we like we moved into a neighborhood called country club estates and i didn't (laughs) think anything i didn't (laughs) i didn't know what that meant or whatever really should have known when the first day we moved in our doorbell rang and i opened the door and it's this blonde woman named candy her name no. really was no. She's she's holding a, a pie in both hands. Oh my! And like God. literally, I will never forget this. She, it was like it was like cliche to the max. When she was like, "Hi, my name's Candy, and I just <gasps> wanted to come up here and say hi to y'all because I saw y'all moved in on up the cul-de-sac, and I just you know whatever." And then she was like, "I'm just down the hill, you know, if y'all need anything, and I got three boys. Well, four if you count my husband." <laughs> oh my <laughs> type of like thing. And I remember Candy! just being like bamboozled by this entire performance of whatever the heck was going on. But um that is yeah. so pure. Also, yeah. what is the pie good? What yeah. It was a pecan pie. Mm, not my I fave. don't I, yeah, I don't like Oh, oh really? Like oh. The... <laughs> it's too sweet. It's literally just They are really sick sugar sweet. with a few nuts in there. Nuts. Yeah. Nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was, I forgot, I guess, I don't know what parts of the country, is it just, like, the entire South, like, does this, like, debutante stuff? Like, I don't, I have no idea. Um, my only exposure to it is that in college, 
um, a friend of mine dated someone from Texas and he got to go to her debutante ball as her date. And the, in the picture, she wore like the long gloves. And that was the mm. only time I've ever seen anyone wear the long gloves, like unironically kind of, or not in costume kind of. Who just got exposed for like, oh, oh, I probably shouldn't say, no, say I'm, it. You, I'm oh my so God. Excited. <laughs> say it. Um, at some point, I think last year, Ellie Kemper had a moment on social media because... Wasn't she, like, actually part of, like, some white supremacist debutante network? Yeah, it was, like, some... She won some award that was sponsored, I think, by people who were, like, known to be in... Oh, gotcha. I, yeah. I do... The only thing I remember is people were like, ha, 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 it's, like, mole woman for real. You know, like, it's, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. I didn't um, mean to bring that up. Sorry, Ellie. Okay. I never I've heard of this. I'm so excited about I've it. I've met okay. her. She's very what? nice. I okay. shouldn't say. Perfect. Then I'm going to read this really quickly. Ellie Kemper has <laughs> issued an apology after photos surfaced showing the actress being crowned the queen of a ball with ties to white supremacy when she was a teen. Okay, she was a teen. Yeah. Well, Come on. <laughs> we forgive. On this In this podcast, we forgive teens. <laughs> I wasn't crowned anything as a teen, so I can't judge. Um, I I did want to ask, Sagan, if you watched this as a teen when you were in Oklahoma. No. Okay. I had a very repressed sort of child of immigrant... Um, Media diet? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do remember seeing, I think, the tampon part. Yes. Oh, yeah. But that's that got it, around. That was like a gif yeah. before it was the before there were gifs. <laughs> that was the first time I'd seen. I don't think I'd ever seen a tampon because I was um, not allowed to use tampons. Yeah, I oh. saw that scene years before I ever used a tampon. Yeah, mm-hmm. like my parents were also like, "Ugh, tampons." Yeah, <laughs> scary. Yeah. Um, Jane, what about you? I definitely watched this in. Whenever it came out, because I remember very specifically watching it at a friend's house that I I stopped being her friend in like sixth grade. Oh. <laughs> and I think she voted for Trump. And I oh, remember oh. during the mom, dur- during the, the makeover scene, her mom was like, she doesn't even have boobs to cover <gasps> up. Something, something like that. Like, wait, <laughs> talking about Amanda Bynes. Boobs. Oh wait, the mom was like with you, like watching. Yeah, and she was just like, "Ha ha, she doesn't even need to whatever." Damn, candy. Wrecked. No, I know that's not her. I know that's not her. Um, <laughs> damn. I yeah, that's interesting. I don't think I watched this with any adults. I think my mem- my main memory is same as you, Jane, like watching this at friends' houses, and um, the tampon scene being huge, and then also this is um. This is truly Channing Tatum's first big role. Like, this is mm-hmm. right before Magic Mike. And so for me, this movie was everybody being introduced to Channing Tatum. Which now, like, when you watch it, you're like, oh my god, he looks so much younger. He looks like a baby. This was right <laughs> before Magic Mike? How yeah. long ago was Magic Mike? The same year as this movie. No fucking Mike's. way. No fucking Or at least, at least it was filmed the same That's year. That's so interesting, because I feel like... He. Oh wait! Acting. Sorry! 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 Wait! 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 I'm saying the wrong movie. Same year as Step Up. 
Oh, oh that makes sense. Because I, I was, was say, like, his acting is not yet developed in this movie. <laughs> Can I? Is that fair? Is that, is that fair to say? He was so cute in this movie. He was so oh, he's, like he's little. <laughs> um, do you guys know the the sort of okay? Have you heard the Amanda Bynes Channing Tatum tale? Amanda Bynes. No, no. Amanda Bynes. It's a good one. I think that he. She she said something like, "I really fought for him to be in the movie because he no one knew who he was." And she was like, "No, he's the one." And then they asked him about it, and he was like, "Oh yeah, she totally did. Like I loved working with her." Aww. So it seemed like very very good good energy between them. So seems like a yes. good set. I think like um, I read that they were friends. I read that they had fun like going to well for her like preparing for the role. They went to, like, a mall and, like, watched dudes, like, walking around. <laughs> she really, um, mm, I don't know, like, I can't say that I see how, the scientific how long did they... research into this performance. How long did they spend at the mall? Like, ten minutes? <laughs> <laughs> um, I did want to highlight also um, the guy who plays the coach is, like, in a bunch of stuff. His name is Vinnie Jones. He used to be he used to be an actual soccer player, which is a fun little cameo. But I did also I, I just found this out when we were watching. He became famous because he would get really mad during soccer matches and grab um, opponents' balls, and then people would take pictures of it. You mean their? Sorry, their testicles. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was that, like, he would go like get. He would the, get mad. No, no, no. Sorry, I was like, he would get mad, and okay. he would call it marking them, which is psycho. So he would <laughs> assault them. Yeah, like, and I'm then, kind of confused. And then people, yeah, he would get mad, assault them, and then photographers would like. I'm, I'm sure you could dig up like the actual photo of him doing it, and then he like hmm. became famous, and then he became an actor. <laughs> the classic route to fame. I was gonna say that's what I have to do. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I. I. I mean, he's been in a bunch of stuff too, and so has um, um, the other the other coach, like the the bad school coach. But but in general, like the adults in this film also. I forgot David Cross was in it. Incredible like, performance. So exciting. Um. And in, in general, I think, like, as we have discussed with other Amanda Bynes movies, Jane, it's just, like, you open this box and it's, like, all these, like, different, all these, like, positive vibes come out that, like, are so different, like, so preserved in, like, their purity from from what was there before. Um, should we jump right in? Yeah, let's do this. The film begins with Viola and a bunch of other teenage girls playing soccer in bikinis, then Viola's soccer team gets cut. The coach and her soon-to-be ex-boyfriend Justin say she can't try out for the boys' team because, scientifically, girls aren't as good. When Viola's twin brother, Sebastian, ditches his boarding school to play music in London, Viola decides to take his place. Gay BFF slash stylist Paul gives her a makeover and Viola practices her manly mannerisms. Fake Sebastian moves into school and meets hot roommate Duke, captain of the soccer team. Everyone thinks fake Sebastian is weird, and then at soccer tryouts, he's assigned second string. Meanwhile, Viola's mother wants her to be a debutante. I can't, this movie, it's so funny how, how this movie managed to be, like, so cishet. (laughs) Yeah. Everything about this movie screams queer, and yet... So actually, that was also something I read was that um, Amanda Bynes got really upset, like 
seeing it like really didn't like how she looked i heard that was a factor of like kind of her downfall whoa like i heard it just like changed her like her mental i i heard that it affected her mental oh you mean dysphoria (laughs) (laughs) okay here's like (laughs) sagan what you bring bring up is is pivotal because if any of these characters could be queer the premise of the movie falls apart Yes, yes. The, the important thing we have to remember when watching this movie is that boys have to like girls and girls have to like boys or else not I, funny. But the thing is, is like, what are they actually attracted? They're they're attracted to gender performance. Yes. Because right? at a certain point in the middle of the movie, I was like, everyone wants Amanda Bynes's gender performance. Of yes. Dude. Right, mm. that's like that's like what it is. Mm. But then they're they're you know. But then the movie's like, but genitals, you know. Yeah, and then they're I... like, oh right, it's the genitals that we need to prove to ourselves that it's the thing we want. Early more. like <laughs> early two thousands was also a time also a time where like people in movies were just flashing people like. This also happens in Ten Things, and I was like, "What? Mm. Like, why were there so many teens like flashing adults in movies in the early 2000s? Like, oh, I didn't hmm. even think about the age thing. Yeah, <laughs> like it's <laughs> and also like, also like, they didn't have a single kiss that was between like queer. Like even yeah, in that yeah, moment in the allowed. restaurant, they were like, "Well, Amanda Bynes can't kiss." Exactly, not allowed. And I was like, "This is." wild how they have avoided any form of queerness in this they're like what they're so vehemently like do not introduce it and like one of the things about it that i i like i feel i didn't notice before is that in the beginning of the movie when it's her and her ex-boyfriend or like the original like asshole boyfriend like it's very like it's they portray her as like a classic like hot girl jock and then like throughout the rest of the movie she's not really that she's very like kind of like awkward and clumsy and quirky but like they have like they have to get clear in the first part of the movie and everyone's running around like looking hot that like these are the like hot like healthy teens of your high school (laughs) right um with the with the like very like funny um i don't know the the ex-boyfriend justin is like very interesting because every time she has nightmares about him he's also like babe <laughs> like i love you and she's like afraid of him <laughs> he was oh in wild and out so my memory of him is from wild and out which is uh anyway all right i have an important question to ask the group okay who is better at soccer amanda Bynes or blake lively when sister with the traveling pants if they um if the characters had to go head to head no the actors oh <laughs> i'm not li- i'm not gonna lie i would pay to watch that yes i feel like blake Same. lively is is like a li- well like she's so she's like t- very tall like she's like um very statuesque woman so like i think she might have some physicality on amanda Bynes, but amanda Bynes, like she she I don't know. She looked alright at soccer. In the I was movie. gonna say fast as fuck. I yeah. yeah. 
And I was going to say, like, this movie gives you more shots where it looks like Amanda Bynes is actually playing soccer than mm-hmm. Sisterhood of Traveling Pants does. Like, mostly Blake Lively is, like, mostly naked. Yeah, yeah. Which is what or, you're Or they just at. show the legs, so you can't mm-hmm. tell if it's Blake Lively's legs. Like. Legs and butt. Also, kudos to Amanda Bynes playing that last, like, match with her hair down. I was like, yeah, you can't see the ball. Same. What is happening? No, 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 no. It's, like, so, it's so, unsafe. like, blow-dried. It's actively yeah. unsafe. Okay, we also already are seeing a little bit of, um... We're seeing the Amanda Bynes transformation happening. And, and oh, you were, like, wants, gesturing to your chest, and I was like, a little bit of her boobs? Like, what <laughs> well, we could bring that into it. In What a Girl Wants, she is very fresh-faced. She is, like, very natural. And now mm. we're starting to see, like, a little more eyeliner, a little bit thicker lip gloss. We probably have some tan, like, a tan going on. Ooh. Slightly more, like, artificial hair color and Hint, hint, when we talk about um, Sydney White next week, it's going to take it to the to the max. But mm. we're just seeing the transformation of her. Um, and I'd love to know, like, who who is pushing that? Like, was that her? Was that the characteriz- characterization of Viola? I'm just so curious. It's, mm. it's very, um, she has to look like she's a hot soccer girl. Like, it's, they position her as that from the very beginning. I was going to ask you, like, what were like the soccer like teens like at your high school and like what because here this movie almost makes you um try to be sympathetic to someone who to my mind like seems like a popular person at her school and then they just take her out of your school of the school so that she becomes unpopular but like when i was in high school the soccer people were like all like super hot and like would not talk to me <laughs> like um yeah and i that's interesting because like when i watched this movie i was like deep in like an anti-jock phase but also sort of like anti-girly girl phase. like i was deep in like um ya like soft uh misogyny phase <laughs> not, not not like other girls phase uh so yeah it's it's and yet like i loved this movie and like she's so lovable in it so i don't know what what was like soccer girl like at your school if you had soccer i guess i cannot conjure an image (laughs) of a single soccer player in my brain (laughs) like not one ever (laughs) i'm like did we have a? maybe you didn't i I feel like it's so i feel like it's so low um low investment to have one though i don't know if we had a They didn't make an impression. <laughs> okay, I, I can jump in and say, similar to Issa, soccer girls were, like, very hot and popular. They weren't mean. I think that any... I think that the only mean people in my school were the people trying to be popular, and, like, obviously because they're tormented inside, that's why they're mean. All of the popular people... It's not that they were mean, I just thought that I could never talk to them, so I'm sure they were lovely, but they were definitely hotter and just seemed very confident. Oh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to say I did have one of the, like, hot, like, soccer people take a physics class with me later on in high school, and um, we were sort of, like, sitting next to each other, so she did talk to me, and I was like, oh, my gosh, it's the first time I'm interacting with one of the varsity athletes. And um, the the main thing I remember about getting to know her is that she was very great, like, liked getting to know her, and then at one point she, like, talked about um, going across the street to her boyfriend's house during free period and having sex with him, <gasps> and she said she came like five times, and I was like, mm. 
Oh my god. Even back. Mm. No, actually, okay. Mm. In the moment when she told me that, I was like, more like shock. Like, could that be real? Like, mm. oh my god. Like, what would that be like? And now looking back, I'm like, no. Way. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I also I want clarification. If she means like five times, is she implying that she came right. so many times that she lost count, or <laughs> or that she like she she was. She came four times and then, like, sort of came. Like, <laughs> I just up, rounded up. I want to know. No, the, I agree. I think, like, see, this is why, like, this movie is interesting to me because that is sort of the Amanda Bynes character in the start is like this cool, sexy girl, and like, then, then it like flips to just her doing a lot of physical comedy throughout the movie. Um, also, yeah, I still say absorbs right up like all the time. It's a meme. <laughs> I think it's really funny. Oh man. Oh. I had a few logistical questions that okay. kept me up at night. Oh. The primary one is if she is not going to if she's starting school at this boarding school. Yes, wh- yes. What about her school? Her current what school. what about her school that she's supposed to be in? There's no replacement for her. Is there like a whole nother movie that someone's taking her spot? Different times, I guess. But I guess I okay. I mean that is a that's an easy answer, but still I You could also be like because the boys the boys from her old school were in school because they were playing soccer. So this is big. Another thing is Title Nine. I don't think you can really just (laughs) cut a soccer team. Like they're like you can't just cut a, a a female sports team at a public school because you need to have like equivalent sports. So just just, just saying, um, she might also go to a private school though. It seems like her that's true. Rich. They all yeah. seem very wealthy. And then I had one more comment, which is Channing Tatum does not look like a high schooler. Yeah, that's actually why they came close to not casting him because he was twenty six. Oh. oh, yeah, which is awkward. But then they, Amanda Bynes is like, "It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Like everyone will love him." We did, and we <laughs> and did. they were right, <laughs> and we did. And yeah, she was right, <laughs> and we did. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, you know, I think like it's cute that he's not necessarily like acting. He just like. Looks like a little baby Channing Tatum, sort of like <laughs> trying to make his way through this role, and it's still really endearing to me. Him even doing though his I, best. I, I cannot, in good conscience, say it's good, but like I like it. <laughs> there are some like Channing mannerisms that I was like, he's still doing those. Things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when when that hug lasted a little too long in the gym, and he did his little weird wiggle like yeah. thing. <laughs> I was like, that's. He did that last week, like in a different movie I saw him in. Like he was workshopping for Step Up. <laughs> um, no, okay. in dog, in dog, My- he like <laughs> hugs the dog and is like, Bleh. "Did you see that?" No, of course I didn't. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, my other my other comment was that I think that Seb- Viola as Sebastian sort of looks like number one, kind of looks like an anime character, and then also kind of looks like Bieber esque. But pre the hair for sure. Yeah, and like, and Justin Bieber and like his type have like you know like very delicate like round eyed features. Like I look like Justin Bieber. (laughs) Is that something that you have claimed for yourself, or something that has been Um, put upon? Is it a mix of the? I think mostly I've claimed. I did. I was him for Halloween when I had um short hair. Yeah, you should. You should put up a picture. I think I just. I think he's my doppelganger. So 
whatever. Whatever. Wow. Whatever. Wow. 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 Anyway, what I'm trying to say <laughs> is that when in the time that everybody loved Bieber, like like this Sebastian, the fake Sebastian looks like any guy. That was like, also like Zac Efron type. high school musical hair. Yeah, wasn't that's it? Zac Efron hair as well. You know um, what I will say that the fake Sebastian there there is one guy that fake Sebastian doesn't look like, and that is Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> they look nothing alike. I mean, okay, not nothing alike, but they they don't look similar and their builds, like their bodies are yeah, just their bodies are very just so different. different. Um, which is you have to kind of just like feign feign belief that like someone could possibly mistake them for each other would well, never happen. I think the way that it was that it worked out was to their was to their favor that way because no one knew at the new school what Sebastian yes, looked like. Totally. And then with the girlfriend Monique. Monique she like I always saw him from dumb. the back saw her from the yeah. ba- oh my god pronouns no always it's, saw there's no right. it's, yeah there's no right or wrong here <laughs> oh, Jesus. that's why i went with fake sebastian i was like i'm just gonna <laughs> um another thing i think that amanda Bynes. i think you were sort of getting at this with the anime con- comment her face is so emotive and when you have her in short hair, you can like really see like every muscle is moving and working. It's incredible. Like I feel like we talk about Jim Jim Carrey is known as like the rubber rubber face or whatever. Yes. Like in another world, Amanda Bynes is is the Mrs. Rubber yeah. Face. Not that she would marry Jim Carrey, but like mm. she just mm. has incredible range within those cheeks. Yeah, and I think <laughs> I think that she, well, she was probably watching, like, Liar Liar and, like, other Jim Carrey movies at this time. Like, the movie, yeah, I grew up watching those. Um, it, it, it works because her face is so, um, emotive, and it also works because she, like, (laughs) she fully commits to even, like, unbelievable, like, scenes where, like, Mm -hmm. I, I don't love, like, looking back, like, I don't love, like, the fake voice she, like, does, it's but crazy. just a voice. It's, like it's a weird accent. It's very insane. But the thing that's like insane too is that she keeps it up like so long that I'm like, wow. Like imagine how many takes they did and she was doing this the whole time. Like I'm just like, it's so much of the movie where she's talking like no one it's you've so ever heard. So inconsistent. I um, but, but what, what, let's talk about this accent and the mannerisms and the fact that her her <laughs> friends are like, Viola's friends kind of are supporting her. Paul, who is, from what we can tell, a cis man, like, he is supporting her and pretending to be a man, and yet they hear her talk like this and are like, good job? Like, she, oh, like, that's fine. It oh. feels like, like, in another movie, this could be, like, a, an, an offensive Asian accent. Like, it's a crazy, it was some, it's crazy. Some of what they say, accented. some of what they say is, like, being weird, yeah. Like, <laughs> like mild, mild, like, Aquafina vibes. Yeah. I was gonna say it felt a little yeah I was like what is what is this and like like (laughs) I do think she gets away with it because she just does it so crazily and like hard to track that you can't like pin it down so then like it's just all like a like a continuing bit so then like you can't (laughs) At any one moment, you can't be like, but she's doing this here because she'll just switch. <laughs> um, okay, let's move on because yes. um, I'm curious. Anyway, let's move on. 
Viola's hot friends put on a show of being all over fake Sebastian, successfully improving his social standing. Then real Sebastian's awful girlfriend Monique shows up and fake Sebastian breaks up with her. Fake Sebastian is paired with Olivia, Duke's crush, as his lab partner. Duke offers to train fake Sebastian if he puts in a good word with Olivia, but Olivia is clearly interested in fake Sebastian. At the Junior League Carnival, Viola has to switch back and forth between acting like herself and Sebastian. Then she kisses Duke at the kissing booth, leading to a brawl between Duke and Justin. Later, Duke admits to fake Sebastian that he he has feelings for Viola. <laughs> Meanwhile, Viola has been training hard and makes first string. I just want to get one thing out of the way, which feels tangential, which is I was so perturbed at A, the idea of a kissing booth. Are those mm-hmm. still a thing? <laughs> I had the same question. B, that strange child? <laughs> Who was like? Who was like? Get out of the way, dude! I got. I'm paying for. I'm gonna pay for a kiss now. Get. get. And I was like, "What is happening?" I like your question as if it's not a child. It's a man dressing up as a child. Did you see the way that child was dressed? (laughs) And then in the credits, it said nine-year-old. I was like, "Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm." That kid is like 12 at youngest, like 12 and a half at youngest. Was there a chain? I feel like I imagined a chain on the kid. <laughs> I don't even know if there was one. <laughs> um, I do think something interesting about this movie is that it does portray a kissing booth as stressful, which it would be. <laughs> and now with the kissing booth. Uh, saga, like, they're not, no one is stressed in those, and this does sort of, like, it's awkward, because it's, like, the the two girls, like, both Viola and, um, what's her name, Olivia, Mm -hmm. are both, like, ugh, I have to work the kissing booth. I'm kind of, like, why? (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, it's gross, like, this shouldn't exist. The only reason why I'm, like, okay, is because it's part of the debutante you know terrible debutante culture so i'm like if oh, it had to exist somewhere, it has to be the girls be from here. the debutante but it's, oh. it is so i mean it's just objectively gross and then obviously when you like kind of sprinkle covid in you're just like no please please don't do that um, i was like is this yeah. the only poly representation we have <laughs> it is scary also that there's like old men in the line it's like so scary. It's all bad, and they're and they're teenage uh, girls. We should remember that they are teenagers. Oh my god, they're teenagers! Yeah. Oh god. No, but oh, you know what, Jane? Really this I I totally forgot that the carnival is also um, organized by Junior League, mm-hmm. so it makes sense that both of them. Because I was like, why would both of them be in this like town carnival? Right. I was like so confused as to why. Yeah. I forgot about um, the carnival scene, and I it was so much fun. I do th- it, you sort of have your like Mrs. Doubtfire moment of her like yes, bopping yes. around, changing. It, it doesn't. Okay, at one point it frustrated me because she changes before anyone can see her twice. So she like goes on. <laughs> yeah, why the, did you do that? Yeah, exactly. Like this is a waste. That she goes onto the carnival ride and changes, which is funny because she's like, I'm nauseous changing. There's a little girl next to me with my ear, whatever it's called. Um, I was going to say mustache. Anyway, then she like- Ear mustache is great. Ear mustache. Then she immediately runs over to the bouncy house and changes. And I was like, what a waste. But- I noticed that too. Just in terms of like farce, I was like, that didn't check. What's your experience? What's Mm. everyone's experience with bouncy houses? 
First of all, I just like my my brain when she dove in through the side. I was like, "Gay, that's a vagina." Good. I mean, come on. I was I was desperate, okay? But that was good. That, that I mean, it yeah, was Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was she, funny. And it took her twice, right? I think. <laughs> like, I'm, come on. You can you can say that if you Queering want she's to say the that. man. <laughs> All right, fun fact. You might have noticed this. Oh. Uh, during the fight scene, Justin's underwear changes color. So they clearly shot you might have noticed you might have you might have noticed that um yeah and then there's they're doing there there's a scene in a weightlifting room and they have to be using prop weights because it appears that in the in the background a guy is curling 150 pounds (laughs) (laughs) it's like so insane it's also funny because olivia like walks up looks at um channing tatum's barbell and like I presume, like, does plate math in her head, like, immediately, yes. and it's like, oh, it looks like this exact weight, and we're both like, huh? I also love that the the two treadmills are just facing the squat racks. It's, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I'll, I'll accept it. What do you, what do love you think of? Jim what, Feng Shui is being debated right now. So That's, fucked. Wow. What do you think of the ball shot? The, it's a really quick scene. And by what? Balls, okay, so testicle Wait, being what? hit with balls, but she's not Oh, it yeah, it's me, so funny it because that was a scene that <laughs> that was a scene that I feel I also watched many times when mm-hmm. I was growing up, and it was so fast. Like it was literally it like the whole quick. scene was thirty seconds. Yeah, but I think that's part of why it's successful. Is like it's kind of like a throwaway bit where uh, Fake Sebastian gets hit with a soccer ball. It must have been in the trailer. Looks at Fake Sebastian and is like, "Oh man, that's gotta hurt." And then she's like. she just commits she just commits she just commits it's like so unbelievable but she like really just goes for it and that's why like nothing in this movie makes any sense if you examine it for more than (laughs) 10 seconds and she just like takes you for a ride and like that's why the movie is successful i think like people like this movie had very mixed reviews and i think people were just like confused as to why like it made no sense, but, like, you keep watching. And, like, mm-hmm. that that's, like, what happened. Like, what Amanda Bynes does. Um, what did you think of, like, the scene where the hot girls, like, pretend to, like... <laughs> I mean, we've already talked about how none of them get to kiss fake Sebastian. I was like, are you... Ki- how straight is this? Very Somehow straight. it's, like, the straightest thing I've ever seen. But the thing is, it's important that we recognize that to them, being gay is funny like the idea like right this this mm. appears more at the end where um when when the reveal happens and channing tatum is like what you're what, what? no what? you're what? like oh god because yeah. the most hilarious thing that could happen is a guy kissing another guy yeah so unfortunately that is like a serious criticism that i well and don't like, love to talk about because i like this movie and like now that i'm realizing like that scene where like the girl like the the friend paul's friends are like hanging out like why is that scene so much longer than the scene where she gets hit in the balls? Because, like, that scene, like, is not that funny. Like, mm. or maybe it was when we were, like, 10? I don't know. I, what yeah, scene? Where they're in the bar and they, like, pretend that they like fake Sebastian. Like, it it lasts for so long. And part of it is that Monique shows up and then um, she breaks mm-hmm. up with Monique for her brother um there's also like what i witnessed in this movie was like very classic like sort of desexualization of the gay character so it made it like okay for him to be there and then like the fact that like he wrote the script 
Wait. That would presumably. Well, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I meant like. Not the movie script. In, no. The, okay. I meant like, like the, the, the words the, that the girls were the, saying. He was like directing the girls. That was, was very, like yeah, into it. That was very funny. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. My yeah, question is what? like, where did they, where did they meet Paul? Like, presumably he is yes. an adult hairdresser yes. that is hanging out with high schoolers yeah also wait are the <laughs> oh, are paul's friends like models they're also they're on the soccer team and that's another thing is i'm like oh, okay okay this is more hot girl soccer so representation but i'm like don't they want to play soccer <laughs> i don't know <laughs> also i believe the reference that his last name is antonio is a reference to the Antonio in Twelfth Night, who is, I believe, yes, because this is a Shakespearean telling boyfriend, <laughs> or like is like interested in Sebastian in Twelfth Night. Oh, interesting, huh? Well, I, everybody, I gotta be honest, don't know, don't don't know my Shakespeare. I don't know. Tw- I don't know. Oh, Twelfth I just Night. auditioned for a Twelfth Night. No fucking way. Well, and 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 you know, in twenty twenty, like they were very interested in making it like a queer Twelfth yeah. Night to have like a gender queer actor as Viola is like much more interesting. I think. Mm-hmm. Wait, Wait so did in you the get Shakes- it? in the Shakespeare? <laughs> they, they say <laughs> no, Viola? I didn't. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> no. Sorry. No. Wait, so in Shakespeare they say it Viola and then in this movie they were like, We can't do that. It's Viola. Oh, wait, is it Vi- what do they call her in the movie? In the movie it's Viola. But like I would believe that the real oh, one is I think Vi- it's Viola. Viola. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway, it's funny that it's canceled by Shakespeare. Viola and Olivia. <laughs> by Shakespeare. By the Shakespeare five. Shakespeare <laughs> um, um okay, know. my other my other um my main thing was that there's a scene where Channing Tatum and uh, it's it's supposed to be like everybody fall in love with Channing Tatum now. Um, they're just like talking in the dorm room about how like Channing Tatum has a right. crush on um, Olivia and like wants a relationship to be I don't know friendly. <laughs> but it's funny because like at the age of like thirteen, this low low bar was like so dreamy to like me and everyone I knew. It's also very interesting to me that Channing Tatum is kind of his world is rocked by the reveal at the end that this person he was developing a friendship with is actually a woman but then like he gets over it pretty quickly <laughs> like i think they're to confu- my mind they're confused about what they're trying to say about him and kind of male culture like all of his friends are always like i want to i want to bag a hottie like they're they're putting this out there and then oh but he's sensitive because he wants to talk to someone about stuff and then at the end we find the other guy likes Eunice. Eunice. So it's supposed to be this big reveal of like, m- guys men, are sensitive. Yeah, men like women because <laughs> they have thoughts. Sometimes I guess I men, don't know men. <laughs> but then they, but then at the end they show Chan like all of the interactions we see with Duke and Vi- Viola. Viola are like <laughs> soccer oriented and not like dating oriented or whatever. Like it's still even Oh, like that. in the happy montage at the end. Yeah. Well, I think the the other like thing in the movie that aside from like the battle of the sexes that the movie is like clumsily trying to put on is that like this whole thing about Viola being like um a quote unquote tomboy back when we used to say that. Like and like still valid i guess like her mom mm-hmm. is like so it's weird because she never fights with her mom about it but she's always like "Ugh, mom you're so stupid <laughs> and she's it's funny because she's so femme like she's so yes, feminine yes and everyone's so mad at her and again like it was 
not the way things were at my school because the people who were hot soccer people were also like super hot and would party a lot and like dress up so like this movie tries to create a false conflict that to me didn't really exist but we all watched it and thought it was fine i don't know she also was totally like fine to be at the thing at the end and it's like confusing because it's like is she fine because now she has a boy on her arm or like yeah or is it because she's trying to do it for her mom which like that relationship isn't ever isn't even really developed like her trying to like humor her mom i don't know i don't think it was her trying it's to so her yeah it's not like they i'm i'm like throwing them a bone like that's something they could have done but they didn't the mom is totally just i mean it's kind of nice that she doesn't have like an emotional fight with her mom they just both she and sebastian kind of treat their parents as stupid which is like a fun part of this movie <laughs> yeah i agree in the carnival scene it <laughs> is kind of like just it, like yeah. you gotta go do the cotton candy thing and and then he's like Wah! and then yeah even though, <laughs> at one point she says that and sebastian like, we never see fake Sebastian go to the cotton candy stand. So, again, that's sort of a plot hole that the mom should have been like, where, where is he? I have all of this cotton candy and I guess I'll just eat it by myself. Yeah, I thought she was going to, like, in order to avoid the kissing booth, go be Sebastian instead of be mm. Viola, but that didn't happen. Somebody write in and tell us if you've ever seen a kissing booth in the wild. I need to know. And if so, like... It seems stressful. Was everybody always stressed out? Also, anyway. you can't make out. That's like, just so gross. No, I don't think... I think that if this were real, nobody would make out. It's supposed to be like they had such good vibes that they wanted to keep making out. But okay. then she has to kiss like 10 other people. I feel okay. like we should move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move Olivia on. asks Duke out on a date to make fake Sebastian jealous. They all end up on a double date with intense Eunice, but Olivia and Duke do not vibe and things end quickly. At a debutante event, Viola finds out Olivia's true feelings and advises her to tell fake Sebastian the truth. Monique shows up and they brawl in the bathroom. Things get real crazy when real Sebastian comes home a day early. Following Viola's advice, Olivia kisses him and then runs away. Duke sees this and, pissed off, kicks fake Sebastian out of their room. Meanwhile, Monique and Olivia's stalker Malcolm are catching on to what's happening. Oh, Shakespeare, you <laughs> sly dog. Um, I was going to ask, well, first of all, there's a there's a fun line here where um, the junior club host person is like, who's ready to come out? I <laughs> lost it. <laughs> <laughs> she does it so well. I loved it. Um, I was going to ask what your, um, for both of you, what was your mom like about like girly girl things? And like, was there... I don't know. Like I feel, I wasn't a I wasn't a jock, so like this same dichotomy didn't happen. But I did like, um, have a lot of like, hey, like stop like eating like that or like don't sit like that. Like growing up, I had full on yeah. I had a full on um, is like pretty cliche situations where I would like stuff like shorts and a t shirt into the bottom of my backpack, and I would like change before school. And then when, that's so cool. Okay, I get, that's really you're very cool. I think it, it it's just very like Well, one day one day I got like checked out early f- from something and I didn't know was happening and so then I really super got in trouble because she mm-hmm. like my mom drove up to the school to come check me out and it was recess so she saw me outside before This was like an elementary school. I was oh, already wow. like doing this kind Damn. of thing. And then like uh when I used to spend the summers in China and 
get put in a lot of extracurriculars because they really wanted mm. that Harvard degree, yeah. baby. Yeah. Um, so like even during the summers, I was not free. Um, and I got put in, I got put in ballet. I got put in uh, like a modeling. Cl- I was a child model in China. Oh my god! Do you have? <laughs> Do you have Don't ask to for pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what's what's oh my nuts- god, you're so- probably so cute. <laughs> so I I did ballet. A I was I was recruited to the Beijing Academy of the Holy Conservatory shit. of Dance at like seven or eight. I was either seven or eight. I don't remember because I'm also a summer baby. Um, so that was nuts. And then when I did this modeling class, they were basically like they didn't want me to be a model. They were like it's just to like fix your posture. Oh, it's like, I was like so uh, slouchy. It's like and finishing I- school fix my posture and then when i came back to school the next year i walked like that all the time Mm. because i just didn't it had just been sort of drilled into me and i got made fun of so much (gasps) wow because you weren't slouching because i was like walking like i mean it was unhinged i was walking like (laughs) it was like catwalk (laughs) walking down the hallway with my like trapper keeper and (laughs) It must have been a very strange sight because I also wasn't dressing super high femur or the, the anything. The Lisa Frank catwalk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I think that was, you know, really confusing. I think. But I also yeah. I also had a mom who wanted me to do ballet, and it was like, if you have any like any discomfort with your body, it's such a great way to like take that and multiply it by a thousand. <laughs> like, I have a great it's... picture. I have to find it. It's a great picture of like a bunch of us. Uh, warming up in ballet and it's just a sea of like pink tutus and there's just what me in the in the back in a blue tutu because i remember <gasps> even when i was seven we went to go get to my tutu or whatever for and i threw a gigantic meltdown fit in the middle of the store because i didn't want to wear pink i was like i don't want to do it i don't that's like a banksy scene <laughs> Banks, the one, yeah, the one like blue, the one oh, like ballerina standing Got out it. from the crowd. <laughs> oh, oh, I've never thought. Yeah, so I'm the That's one. That's what Banksy little... would put on the wall of like a mall or something. Blue tutu. Um, my mom was so not feminine that I that it it caused me problems. Like I I could have used like a little guidance on my hair. And your mom is I, very you know crunchy I mean? though. Your mom has like crunchy mm, crunchy vibes. Not. She just wears LL beans. She just like she that's hates shopping. That's crunchy. Yeah, that's I think crunchy. crunchy might be a Dartmouth specific thing because <laughs> no one else I've ever oh, said Vermont. crunchy to has ever understood. It's like I think, I think people in Vermont will say it. It's yeah, di- yeah. I wonder oh. if it's different though because like when I th- I call people like crunchy granola, I'm like they like hiking. They like yeah. granola. But um. I I know I know it doesn't mean your mom does those things. I just mean she wears LLB and that's exactly what. But I like mean. she doesn't she just doesn't care about any type of yeah, yeah, yeah. superficial stuff and um I pr- I appreciate that but like I just looked like shit and could have used some guidance. <laughs> that's all I'll say about that. You looked like Justin Bieber. I don't think you looked like shit. <laughs> you should have been getting all the girls. Um, <laughs> okay, I would like to say um, that I liked the fight scene. I think that Super fun. I read I read that a lot of it is the real actresses and not stunt doubles. I like the fun little details in it. Like um, there's like a moment where Monique like grabs um, Olivia, and even before she pulls her, just like the fact that she kind of caught her, Olivia starts going ah, 
<laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> She's just like whining. And like Viola's like smacking her on the top of her head. It's just like very cute. I and, love like, the bonking. Yeah, I think it's very it's very bonk vibes. Totally. And that was a great wear. scene. I love the formal yeah. wear. Like it, yes. it, it's super great to see like gorgeous and they're taking, dressed up women. Yeah, they're taking the high heels off and like throwing them at each other. It's in a bathroom. Like it's just yeah, it was like Good they music. walked so that bridesmaids could run. Yeah, they must have felt like that was some sort of a like a flip of gender performance, yes. right? That they were yes. like, these are the two genders. Jock girl, debutante girl, and look what we've done. We've put the deb- <laughs> exactly. we've put girls in the debutante dresses, but they're being jocks. You know exactly. Like, crazy. Exactly. Um, I do think that there are kind of strange dynamics. We always talk about strange sibling dynamics, and it's not yes. at all, it's not at all that like uh, Sebastian and Viola have chemistry. I actually think that when they're in the scenes together, they seem like brother and sister and it's great. But what's weird to me is, is like fake Sebastian telling Duke to date his sister. And then also Duke kissing Viola once and being like, I have feelings for her. Like it just the, just the him being like, Duke, you got to kiss my sister is strange. Yeah. I mean, that, that moment was obviously played for laughs, but yeah. Wouldn't Duke be like, uh why are we talking about i don't know i do okay i i agree with you totally i do think it's very adorable when channing tatum puts on a little like worried face and he's like yeah i kissed her like i hope that's okay man <laughs> like it's just so cute and like not acting <laughs> it's just so endearing i love him um and i don't yeah i don't understand how that would Pass. I mean, a lot of this, if you look at it from Channing Tatum's perspective, it's like a really we- fucking weird guy is your yes. roommate. Like, <laughs> a super fucking awkward, strange guy. And actually, a lot of, like, in the start, they don't even, like, make fun of him. They just, like, try to avoid him because he's fucking weird. And that's, like, normal. But then I was like, what happens if your roommate kicks you out of your dorm room at boarding school? Like, where do you go? Like, Yeah, it is really strange because they're really, they're, they're, really straddling this thin fence of like it's none of the humor about how fake sebastian is weird is transphobic specifically about fake sebastian like the soccer coach does a lot of like yeah like girls or whatever but but none of it's like like the one thing is they're like you look like you're 12 or whatever and that's yes i mean trans mask people do deal with that a lot with with being like red is younger than they are yeah but but none of it's like you're acting like a girl dude like what's going on and i was like that's so interesting so they didn't do the they didn't go like full transphobia with the humor yeah and thank god like i feel like we dodged we dodged we dodged (laughs) i feel like we dodged a bullet because like the whole movie could have been that like yeah maybe that's why amanda Bynes had to put on like a a faux (laughs) asian black sin accent she was like grasping, like, what can I do that's not it, transphobia? It makes Channing Tatum's character seem really sort of like inclusive almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> it like was and like nice. Cause like a lot of times when like when um fake Sebastian is like doing weird ass like voice, <laughs> um, Channing Tatum's like <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he's, he's, he's like, like all right, he's like, homie. You're you're a dude who's a weird dude. But you're yeah. you're a dude. It's like that's it feels the really... most. That's like the most endearing thing about it. What's the? There's a scene where 
<laughs> I'm just laughing thinking about it. I think they're in the bathroom together and he's like, all right, homie. He's like, later, G-man. Like, G-money. <laughs> like, what is that? But it's, it's so appropriate nonsense. I think, it, yeah, it I think it's like, unfortunately, yeah, I think it's so it's funny. Like, I'm sorry. It's funny. Unfortunately, it's like, it's it's funny because it's so stupid. <laughs> that's that's like what because like it just she just like goes over the line into like what the fuck. Um, okay. Um, I in general. Oh, th- at this point in the movie, I was also like, in general, this movie also does good vibes because it has so many good songs. Hmm. So there's this. Is, I think they start to have like all American rejects and stuff oh, and like. Yeah. Oh, oh, say again. Say again. Who Go. are from my hometown. <gasps> what? I have literally, like... I didn't know that. Helped with dog-sitting Tyson Ritter's... No, <gasps> fuck. Like, Wait, so you've yeah. met Ellie Kemper and all American Rejects? Well, Ellie... Ke- I was a... I was a... I was a PA on Kimmy's yeah, Pit for a, a little bit. You were, really? like, a real human. That's so cool. I love... I yeah, do love yeah, that yeah. show. But... No, no response. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> no, we're but... We're recording. Right? I have a... But I have a question. Um... Uh-huh. When when they were in your hometown, were they like a band yet, or was it just like they were just like friends? <laughs> like, um, you know what I mean? Like, were they? Well, known I'm as, not like, gonna band? I'm not gonna pin myself age wise because I'm really oh, jumpy about that. But um, I will say that Swing Swing was written about uh, a dance teacher that I had. There oh, were like no these ri- there were like rival dance studios in my hometown, and um, what the Sega's life is so. <laughs> <laughs> there's just like so many details you let slip that were like what the fuck <laughs> and uh and swing swing was written about my dance teacher who i will not name actually your life is it could be an amanda Bynes movie amanda Bynes could be sent to china for the summer and recruited into she's got Bally. the accent better than i do ah! okay oh let's move on let's sorry move on. oh let's move on Ooh. let's move on Ooh. the next day Viola oversleeps, so real Sebastian is put into the game. This is when Monique and Malcolm try to reveal the scheme, but Sebastian shows his penis to the crowd. At halftime, mm-hmm. Viola sweeps in. Oh, swaps in. Duke is still pissed and won't pass <laughs> fake Sebastian the ball. When Olivia tries to talk to fake Sebastian in front of Duke, Viola reveals the truth. She, of course, flashes the crowd and then scores the winning goal, making Justin cry. Everyone celebrates except for Duke, who feels betrayed. Later, Viola invites Duke to her debutante ball, but he doesn't respond. Luckily, he shows up and they make out in front of all the debutantes. <laughs> this reveal moment in Twelfth Night is the the stakes are higher because Viola thinks Wait, yeah, Sebastian is dead. Oh, <laughs> like the whole thing is that they're on a ship wreck and viola washes up and thinks sebastian is dead because he didn't make it so that's why she like she ends up um impersonating yeah so i was like ah oh, slightly lower stakes here no one <laughs> thinks he's dead <laughs> he was in london the cheerleaders for this oh high school soccer game oh my god are fully in uh blake lively regalia from <laughs> they're in like booty shorts and bra it's it does not it's not real they look they look like dallas kelly cow cow boy cheerleaders um, it's okay i actually do that is that is how the cheerleaders were at my no Maybe it's or at least that's thing. kind of what my perception was and oh, okay. i actually do know <laughs> i think I believe. I hope no one from my hometown listens. To- no, I do. I hope everyone listens to this. Hell but I yeah. also don't just just in case I get 
I'm wrong, but I do think a girl that I went to high school with is a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Did she inspire any uh, songs for All American Rejects? <laughs> That's a good question. That uh, I mean, same universe, right? Like same geographical oh location. It could it could have happened. Okay, my question for you guys was. Um, could any of your family members have subbed for Teen U in your main extracurricular or sport? <laughs> that, it, what? What? Like, <laughs> could any of them have done any of the things you had to do in high school as a teen? Because we're all of the generation that we had to do, like, a lot of extracurriculars to ideally try to be a successful teen. And at least on my part, like, none of them were things that my family members did. Because like my my mom just wanted me to dance ballet, but I didn't want to do that. So, is was there anyone? I thought back when I watched this movie, I thought that both of them played soccer. That's sort of unclear because he, at the end, the parents are invited to his soccer game, and I'm like, wouldn't they be? And like, they're not surprised. Yeah, they're like, yeah. we're gonna go to our son's soccer game. He's never played soccer in his life, but whatever. But did what you share it? extracurricular talents with anyone in your family? No, not really. So my sister, first of all, she's six years older, but she was a cheerleader and an artist, and I was just, like, a good student and the opposite of a cheerleader. So... You baton twirled, so that's as like a transferable. Whoa! As a little <laughs> you were a baton twirler? No, this is See? taken far out of context. I was a... Okay, I'll tell you a story about baton twirling. Here's what you did for baton twirling. You went and these... I assume high schoolers were your coaches and they made a little routine where you twirl the baton and then just like form, make little formations with the other baton twirlers. You got to pick a t-shirt color and everyone, we ordered the t-shirt color so that you looked cohesive. My group, we couldn't decide on colors, so we voted on two. What two colors do we pick? Black and yellow. So we looked like a bumblebee. <laughs> That's really cute. Well, this still means that you were a child who was able to like have the dexterity to twirl a baton. Um, I, so I, um, I took piano at some point in my life as a teen and the sort of like happy ending sibling story I'll share is that, uh, my brother never, um, picked up piano when me and my mom both did, but now as an adult, like he is taking piano lessons and he cool. has his first recital what? coming up. Oh, yeah. oh that's so Wait, nice. What type of it's recital really is cute. this? A piano recital, like for everybody in the like the piano studio. lesson school. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's like wow, you can like learn things as an adult. You can learn extracurricular skills as an adult. <laughs> extracurricular. Um, I taught swimming but, to yeah, adults for a little hobbies. for a while. How wow. was that? <laughs> well, I taught like I taught baby swimming for years, and I taught all ages basically. And Wait, most were you a teen were... teaching an adult or no? No, I wasn't a teen. This is like. Oh, okay, this, this is, now. is yeah now, but like watching adults learn new skills like that is is quite fascinating. Yeah, I know. I'm really excited to go to my brother's piano It'll recital. Be so fun. <laughs> it's so cute. Okay, um, can you imagine if this happened? If David Cross was like, "I am revealing," and like the reveal was actually that um Sebastian Haynes was non-binary. Like, how fucking terrifying and traumatic! <laughs> oh my gosh, it's he it's like strange. grabs a megaphone and is like. Everybody listen up. Like, it's insane. Like, obviously, like, that could never happen. You would be, like, assaulting a child. But <laughs> every everything is, like, so scary in that moment if you're... Also, if you're Channing Tatum. Like, Channing Tatum is like, what the fuck is happening? Like, who is impersonating my roommate? Like, what is happening? 
if you're Sebastian, the real Sebastian, you woke up and people are like, play soccer. Like, <laughs> he just goes also along my, with it. Also my nightmare. Yeah, I'm surprised he goes along with it. I would just like run away. I cannot believe that went on for so long. That yeah. they just like every three and a half minutes cut to him being like, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, the fact that he comes he comes into his dorm room and is like, oh, Viola set up all my stuff. He thinks his sister made his bed and, like, <laughs> put his toothpaste in the little toothpaste cup. Like, that's totally unbelievable. And yet. Um, and yet. I do like how the hard-ass, like, coach of the boarding school, like, doesn't give a shit that Olivia's a girl. He's like, I don't care. Like, I just want to win the game. Like, fuck you. He's the one <laughs> true trans ally. He's our yes. ally. And then, and then this is when we see um, Olivia play soccer. I mean, Viola play soccer with her hair down, which is. Yes. And be competitive against her ex. Um, Again, she has, like, nightmares about it preceding this, where he's like, baby! It's, like, a very strange, like, scary nightmare where he's like, I love you! (laughs) In this, like, scary voice. Only thing is that he cries and everyone is like, ha ha! Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I actually hate, I really hate the part where he, after he he loses, he's like, I never want to see you again. And he like sticks out his tongue. And it's, I know that everything in this movie is over the top, but I just hate it. And I'm like, they should have taken another, they should have done it again because it was bad. (laughs) What's the proper terminology, Sagan? Done another take? Yes. Thank you. you My other question is, why are they making out at the debutante ball and everyone is clapping? (laughs) I also don't love the dress that they put her in at the end. I think that the red dress she wears to the carnival is better. Oh, I love that Um, red dress. They just give, they give her some like strange like green. That was very of the time. Pistachio. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay. Also, she gets her lip gloss all over his mouth. And she wipes it off. I know. Yeah, they wipe it, which is at least more realistic. That seemed like point. a really organic moment to me, actually. Yeah. yeah not in nice. the script. Yeah. Say, yeah. There was another organic moment, which was that I, I will go to my gra- grave fighting that this is probably true, which is in the science scene where the Malcolm guy starts singing and Olivia, like, turns and is, like, laughing. <laughs> I was like, I cannot but just do it again. Like, she obviously lost the scene. Yeah. yeah. She obviously went. <laughs> up she went and turned and was laughing and i was like oh my god cut earlier <laughs> but it was supposed to be like lovable for um yeah olivia yeah, yeah, yeah. i also thought of all of the like gender bending stuff i feel like um olivia was really attracted to sebastian <laughs> as we know him as we know and love him and there was Wait, not as fake sebastian or real fake sebastian, sebastian. Yeah, yeah. There was one scene, I don't remember where it was, where they we finally did get to see a shot of, like, all of them standing together, and Olivia is looking at Viol- Vi- This is gonna trip me up every single time. And with, like, Viola. with, like, eyes, and I'm like, that's gay! That's- that's <laughs> yeah, she's- in- She should just be gay, I yeah. I think she would be, like, happy. And also, it's weird that she- does end up liking real Sebastian? Doesn't too. make any sense. It's so... I guess. I guess if she was attracted to his song lyrics, because that's like the initial oh, thing. Oh right. But, but yeah, that's, that's the initial. That's thing, the but... that we're supposed to believe that that's what. But but it's not. It's not because what she likes about Sebastian is that fake Sebastian is that he's, he's gentle like and like can yeah, can, and can connect with her about oh. how met. Like it's not. It's not believable. Right. That's not going to end up well for them. I also had a comment, which was that in the end, 
I think they cut real Sebastian's hair to look more like Amanda Bynes' fake Sebastian hair. Because I think the, like, Zac Efron hair, like, the bowl cut plus sideburns is not what he looks like in the start. (laughs) But then they probably realize halfway through the movie that they don't look alike. (laughs) And he looks terrible. I think that guy is also, like, not... Also doesn't look like a teenager. I think that guy mm. looks like an adult. Yeah, he maybe, acting I'm, maybe I'm wrong and he is a teacher. He has a very interesting face. Have you walked it's his like, dogs? It's like a, <laughs> it's like extremely square. Um, <laughs> That's funny. Um, okay, I think we should we've come to the end. Oh. I think we should wrap it up. You can keep you can keep searching, but you can answer the questions first. No, that's, um, oh, there are questions? Yes, the first question is, or I'm listening. <laughs> you can keep looking at his IMDb. Okay, the first question is: Is this movie good or bad? Why are we putting the two genders, good or bad? Yeah, um, I think exactly. you said the same thing last time. No, yes! stop! Don't call me out like that. Sorry, someone. I enjoyed it. it. Um, That's I, not the question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I just saw the best movie ever made this week. Which is? So. Which is? Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. <gasps> Wait, did you... Is it only in theaters? Yeah. I really want to see it. Okay. Um, It's good. Interesting. Jane? It's it's bad. I have to say that it's... <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's bad. The, 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 as I've said, this movie hinges on... No, of that. course it's bad, but it was... Okay. Is that your answer? Oh, gosh. Why? Okay, wait. I will vote. I think this movie is a... For 2006, I think it's a fine, like, comedy. Mm. I think it's good-ish. Okay, the reason why I think it's bad is it hinges on the joke that if a man likes a man, it's hilarious. And we, I simply can't get past that. I also think it's way over the top, which is why I like it, but... There, yes. There's just, there's two, it's, it's bad. That's all I, it's bad. Okay, the second question that Sagan already answered is, did you like this movie? Do you like this movie? I fucking love this movie. Love it. <laughs> Enjoyed every minute of it. Would watch it next month. E- well, yeah, I mean, I think the, having the lens of being who I am and watching it for the first time in 2022... Uh, it was like an enjoyable viewing experience to me because it was like camp almost. It was almost like it was just enjoyable to think it's about. Like a time capsule. Yeah, it was just like yeah. enjoyable to to think about it in its context. I guess. Yeah, I think I I don't. <laughs> I agree. I think I love it because I view it as like a time capsule and remember what it was like before but i i think like i maybe this this is answering the third question but i think i i don't i don't want teens to watch this <laughs> <laughs> oh like teens now yeah the third question is what type of teen is this movie for and like although i love it i think it can just be like safely memory boxed and like unlike some other movies from the early 2000s that we've been like yeah this is like a little out of date but like it's still fine like i just like actively don't think this movie like would be watched or i don't even think like gen zers would like this i agree so yeah i i don't i think the type of team this movie is for is for people born in the 90s (laughs) (laughs) who already saw it i had the same note that i think current day teens would this 
they're far beyond this movie. Um, I think maybe children could enjoy this movie. That's true. Um, but Talking agree children. that it's not really for teens anymore. It's just so, I think what you said is so right, Jane, that like the premise just falls apart so hard if you don't think it's funny. Yeah. If a guy would like a guy. Like, it's just so fragile in that sense. <laughs> <laughs> but like Amanda Vines is so great in it. That, that like, she is. I, she is. That I love it. And like, as we talked about, like some of the funniest things in it are just like not like built on the gender joke at all. Like the tampon thing is very funny to me. And, um, the, um, the fight in the bathroom is, like, fun. I guess that's, uh, whatever. I, it's so odd and conflicting. I'm really and interested in seeing a current version where, like, they just cast a bunch of genderqueer trans actors yes. and just let them all want each other and make out with each other and who cares about... But where's the tension? See, yeah, the problem would be there's oh. no tension. Yeah, the problem. Well, the, you can still have yeah. tension between like who likes who and who doesn't like who. But what if it? Yeah. But the thing is, like, if you, <laughs> okay, there has to be like a reason why, um, Viola would have to leave the school because also here she just like stays at Sebastian's school. <laughs> like, okay, like I guess now oh, they just both right. go to that school. Wait. Like, oh. That's very like, but, confusing. Yeah, it's confusing and there's no, I don't know, maybe they just like all go to private school so they can just do whatever they want. I guess my point is like, okay, so ba- fake Sebastian reveals, I'm Viola. And then Duke's like, okay, cool. <laughs> In this version where everyone's like, chill. <laughs> cool. Let's, let's date. <laughs> anyway, let's well, make, let's okay. make this happen. We're going to figure it out. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll talk after this. We'll figure it out. <laughs> okay, Sagan, you already mentioned one of these, but what are you watching these days that's not this? Oh, well, uh, yeah, I am watching every- everything I, everywhere. I, which I'm going to go see again as soon as I can. <gasps> I want to go see it's it. It's so okay. good. Once I've recovered from the novel coronavirus. <laughs> um, I am watching Pachinko. Yes, I just started. Pachinko, which is gorgeous. I was a late fan of Dickinson. Ah, hey, our, our oh, girl I, Haley Steinfeld. Yeah, you what? Our girl it stars our girl Haley Steinfeld. What do you mean your girl? <laughs> I mean she's our girl. Oh, okay, that's yeah, what I mean. Main, yeah. She's just like a main girl oh, of the pod. Totally. Oh, okay, just, cool, you know. cool, cool. Previous yeah. guest, previous guest said that she she has the face for it, meaning playing bisexuals and queer people. <laughs> I am. Listen, I could talk for another hour about Haley Steinfeld. <laughs> we don't have to go there. I. I thank god this was not brought up earlier is what i'll say <laughs> i just need to know are you po- are you pro or con is that right right the word, i the am right words? i have very complex feelings about Haley steinfeld okay maybe we'll do I a will, mini-sode i will um i will go so far as to say if they did try to remake this they would probably she would be on yes. the short list to be cast <laughs> oh absolutely oh oh, oh. absolutely she oh, has God. some. She has some like imprint of Amanda Bynes. I would say she's yeah. obviously more. Of, she, she's going again, into more of a serious acting sort of. But, but again, none of, she? These, none of these. None of these. Here's the thing. None of these um current um. I guess she's not technically Gen Z, but none of these like current like teen to young adult stars are like funny. I think like, she the way is that Amanda Bynes Gen is Z. funny. Is she not? Okay, I have no idea. Uh-huh. I don't I'm think Gen any Z. like 
Can you think of no? You're not. Can I think of? <laughs> wow. Can you think of anyone who's like funny? That's like acting I've never right met now, someone who's, like, who's funny. I think Haley Steinfeld is capable. That might be a hot take. Mm. I I think I they like- let her do a little bit of it in Hawkeye, and I think that she okay. is going to be a source of that in f- future MCU. If you write, yeah, if you yeah. write it for her, yeah. Ugh, MCU. Oh, sorry, um, Jane. What are you watching lately? I honestly don't have anything very oh. noteworthy to report i did watch um death on the nile starring disgraced oh, oh no. lord and, and uh gal gadot was oh, that, that why you jane messaged me and was like i think gal gadot could be a good tv host daytime like, tv be, i thought she, she did host. i thought there was one scene in that movie where she i was like oh she's acting and then it was gone <laughs> <laughs> which scene which scene and then it was gone it was it was not the rich people boo who rich people don't have friends scene but it was like it happened quickly after that i think it was, it was when she was like i'm worried mm. okay so she did convey worry <laughs> was it a fun <laughs> agatha christie um adaptation no it really wasn't okay here's the thing i've read a lot of agatha christie and i like her and i actually thought that um murder on the orient express was like pretty fun, fun. this movie really dragged and like it wasn't as ex- as exciting or as funny yeah it was rough um I didn't I didn't love it and I did have a we went to watch it and Walter was like you know what happens I was like no I didn't read this book 10 minutes in I was like no I read this book I know exactly what happens <laughs> um it, it yeah disgraced army hammer wait did you see it in theaters no okay sorry you said I went we went to watch it okay we went oh, to our living see. room turned on yeah. the tv <laughs> um i'm also watching pachinko i'm like two episodes in it's so it's so beautiful gorgeous. it's so it's just gorgeous i don't remember the the book that well i read it like really quick it's one of those books that you like want to like it's it's very much a page turner and it's very large yeah like, physically it's a very fat book and so you just like want to get done with it as fast as possible so you can stop carrying it around um <laughs> but i did enjoy it and i think i think the thing about pachinko is that when i heard it was being made into a tv show i was kind of like well the main thing about that book is like you read it and it's like terrible things happen to this family's generations and kind of the re- the only reaction you can really have is like wow it, it do be like that like there's nothing <laughs> like related to like current like i don't know i mean i i can say that because i'm not korean it's about like um japanese occupation of korea and like how that happens throughout the or how that filters down through generations but like but like as a person in the u.s like randomly reading it because of because obama recommended it or some shit like you can just be like wow it it do be like that it's so traumatic and then put it down and so like i'm interested to see if i'll feel the same way about the show because some really sad stuff happens however many very hot people are in this show and i'm very excited what a fucking they cast give, they oh my god and they give you really beautiful shots of like the ocean and like the feel i don't know it's it's very stimulating it's really and i'm gorgeous. excited I really like, I'm and everyone everyone is wearing really nice suits uh, anyway yeah um i also started watching a k-drama out of curiosity because i kept seeing scenes on tiktok it's called business proposal it's not very it's not very like good objectively but i think it's really fun um i was telling jane about it and it has um like how to lose a guy in 10 days vibes in the start um and I'm attracted to one of the men, and that's why I'm mainly watching it, continuing <laughs> to watch it. In general, I think K-dramas on Netflix have more of, like, comedy, just, like, comedy, and, like, aren't trying to be, like, serious and woke, and, like, I don't know, they're just, like, funny and lighthearted and cute, and the actors, actually, I would say 
the female actors in that get to do a little more comedy than like most Netflix rom-coms. So like that's been kind of fun. Um, so we'll see if I keep watching. I grew up on a lot um, of Taiwanese and China, like mainland Chinese uh, like dramas like that. Yeah, it's just like fun and I, the romance is usually like just nice and brain smoothing to watch. <laughs> like you're just like you're just like, huh, I, I want to be put into a coma. Um, Abbott Elementary uh, is also one I wanted to plug. Yes, yes, I I need to start because like it's coming. Isn't season two coming out or? Am I, I don't know, because anyway. I'm behind, so I don't know. But thank you for coming and watching this, even though we talked about all the stuff we don't like about it. It sounds like we still enjoyed ourselves. Of course. <laughs> it was, it's the best. Amanda Vines rocks. All right, Sagan, is there anything you would like to plug? Oh, wow. I did, it's as if I've never done this. I haven't <laughs> thought about this at all. Um, I would like to plug myself as an actor. Please, someone hire me. Uh, but, but just because it's fresh on the mind, I just finished recording an audiobook yesterday. Um, it's a book that comes out May 22nd, I believe, called All the Things We Don't Talk About by Amy Feltman. Um, and I really, really adored this audiobook. It's, uh, it's queer and it's, um, very, like, modern take on what modern sort of family structure dynamics can look like. It's... I'm going to try to TLDR, which is we follow this non-binary teenager named Morgan and their dad is uh, autistic and they were abandoned by their mom, Zoe, when they were a toddler um, and Zoe ran away to Europe and started dating this woman named Bridget and uh, the book kind of kicks off because A, there's like an almost school shooting situation that happens at Morgan's high school and B, Zoe and Bridget have a break and Zoe comes back quote unquote home um, and sort of just throws everything for a loop. She's um, she's like a, she's an addict and uh, an alcoholic and is also comes from very rich Upper West Side, like, so that, mm. you, which you don't, see, yeah. And like that and like, I've never read a neurodivergent perspective in like a book, mm-hmm. I think. It's not all about Morgan being non-binary, which I like. Like, it factors into their life, sort of, yeah. the amount that logically yeah. it should. But there are also a lot of other things happening, you know? Sagan, that's really cool. And you have a great, like, audiobook voice. That's so exciting. Thanks. Thanks. So, uh, I just finished recording that. So, that is what I will plug. Do you want to plug your TikTok? <laughs> Why would you do this? to me jane do you want to mention an upcoming movie i do as i suggested earlier it's sydney white starring amanda bynes um i actually haven't watched that movie um in full i watched it recently why because i'm stupid i don't know (laughs) because i'm a big dumb dumb ass um i think based on like the few scenes i've seen on like youtube and stuff it'll be very (laughs) interesting (sighs) <sighs> mm-hmm. but Sagan thank you so much thank um, you Sagan I would say of the four Amanda Bynes movies we're doing this this is probably the one I have the most love for um, so Sagan thank you for joining on our very special episode thanks for having me y'all none of us play soccer right none of us have any like particular soccer no vibes. it was one of my extracurriculars as a kid blankly. yeah but none of us are like soccer like teens you know what I'm saying no. 
Okay, that was another the Bleachers, our podcast about teen content. We would love if you hit that subscribe button whatever way you get your podcasts. Don't forget to rate and leave a review. And please, share us with an Amanda Bynes loving friend. And with a Amanda Bynes loving teen. You can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at at bleacherteens. Also, subscribe to our Patreon to kick us some support. A lot of people on Patreon are still talking about Britt Robertson. <laughs> anyway, especially if you can't get enough and want some added perks at patreon.com slash underthebleacherspod. Okay, we will see you next time. Under, Under the Bleachers! bleachers.